Yo, what's happening? Welcome to TR Leads. I am Terrence Richmond. I put the TR in TR Leads. And I'm with some wonderful, wonderful ladies today. And uh, they from, uh, I'm going to just say they global. They don't even know they global, but they global. And uh, I have Sammy Joe, I have Vanelli, and I have Kim. And they are three sisters, powerhouses. Uh, they're multi-talented. Um, and they're fierce. And we're going to have a fun conversation. How are you guys doing today? Good. Excited. Excited. Look at them. They all smiling and all that. They glowing. Um, this is TR Leads where we empower, we activate, we equip. Our conversation is it can go sideways quick because if I see something that we need to go talk about, <laughs> rather good, rather sad, whatever, we're going to go with it. But we're going to have fun. But today what we're going to do is we're going to start off with this, this or that's thing. Now, look, you guys are family. You guys have been... You guys are overcomers. You guys uh, run a business together. Uh, everything from weddings to funerals to live events. Um, from my experience with you guys, you guys are like go-getters. And so um, this is about to be fun, but we're going to start here. This or that. And it could be one at a time. It's, one, it's only one. It's not no, you can't choose nothing but one of the other. All right, so don't be trying to uh, mess around. <clears throat> Coffee or tea? We'll start with you. Coffee, tea, tea. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Chocolate. Vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, it's just a long story anyway. Yes. <laughs> Pancit or lumpia? Ooh. Lumpia, okay. lumpia. Pancit. Pancit. Ah, sound like dip set, but I mean, okay. <laughs> Cookies or cake? Cookies. Cake. Cake. Wow, what kind of cake? Uh, actually, tiramisu. <laughs> Red velvet. Red velvet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which is like, anyways. I know, it's I know. Chocolate it's chocolate with a red diamond. <laughs> but it's, it's good. good, it's good. Weddings or birthday parties? Weddings. Oh. Birthdays. That's hard. That's a good question. That is. Like our own birthday? If it was our own birthday? Yeah, because we go all birthdays. Birthdays. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll say weddings. I like, I like weddings. Feel good. Summer or winter? Summer. Summer. <laughs> Summer all day. You don't have to answer first because it's the, the competitiveness in there. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Summer. Vacation or vacation. staycation? <laughs> and what about you? Um, vacation. <laughs> sure. Sorry, right. You're just taking. You're, you. By the way, you're the oldest. Yes. Yes. So I 38, 35, and no, 38, 35, 30. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Okay. 30 crew. Wow. Look at that. The Trinity. Okay. One ply or two ply? Oh. No ply. Tabo. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That is if the you know, you know. Yeah, if you don't. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I guess two ply. Two ply. Two ply. Tabo. Okay. Yeah, somebody said three ply yesterday, and I was like, man, that's just a little too soft. That is too soft. That's bougie. Yeah. And one ply, that's like zigzag. That's like in the <laughs> schools, and they're just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it rips every, every, every row. Yeah. All right. So you guys, um, the, the beautiful thing about what you guys do, um, and there's some politics involved. There's uh, you engaged in the community. Um, you're engaged in very important moments in people's lives. Um, so you're serving your community, even in areas where you're getting paid, you're still serving the community. Um, how important is it for you guys to um, bring your clients along the creative process, right? I, I don't get that you are the people that just tell people what they party gonna be. Um, how important is it to bring people along in the creative process with you? Creative process for planning? For planning, yeah. <clears throat> okay. It's super important, but what we didn't, it kind of came naturally because when we had clients and being in Vancouver, we're such a melting pot of culture, tradition and stuff. So when we started, us being global, as you said, we're just so exposed to all the different types of cultures and, and values. And we know that we respect our own roots and our upbringings and stuff like that, that we wanted to make sure that all the couples who approached us knew that we respected their cultures mm -hmm. as well. And the really cool thing learning is that we 
know so many different like Chinese, Vietnamese, Persian, Sikh, like all these different traditions mm -hmm. and them seeing us that we're Filipino Canadian, but we yeah. know it, it's yeah. like they light up. Yeah. So it's super important. Yeah, super important. Now, now before we go further, what's the name of you guys' collaborative company? What's the name of you guys' company? We are Power of Three with three E's. <laughs> just, Power of Three. Yes. So yes. you got to drag it on. We just have to drag it on. Bit. And we have to add that. Yeah, because the, the handle was taken already on Instagram. <laughs> no, wow. but the, the number three was really important to us. And then we wanted the three E's to define us individually. Mm -hmm. So the, the personal one is for myself is empower others. Mm -hmm. So that's like the political stuff and mm -hmm. community and building, building yeah. and yeah. roots and all that good stuff. Nice. And she's express yourself because if, <laughs> if I can express yeah, myself. Yes, you may. Sure. you may. So these two are very like more of the organizers, very, you know, detailed oriented. I'm more of like the visionary where like the creative part and I, I like that part. I enjoy yeah. that part. So yeah. with in where we work and our strengths, we all have different strengths, but I like we get to choose what we want to do because I mean, it's our com it's our own company, yeah. right? Yeah. So with the express yourself, I've always been very like passionate about like whether it's arts or whether it's um, you know, just watching people live in their own passion and yeah. really be excited about that. And so when it comes to event, it's always been a little bit of that, but also just like, you know, whether it's the graphics part or like the logo mm -hmm. or what we all like look like or just like the visual part to it. So, mm -hmm. and then I'm like that dreamer where I'm like, yeah, let's do this and this and keep going. They're <laughs> yeah. like, okay, just chill. But I'm like, okay, no, let's do more. <laughs> so definitely expressing ourselves. Um, I like to just add that uh, to the... <laughs> icing on the Absolutely. On the and for you, your E. I, my E is experience everything. Experience so, everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So as like the youngest, I just wanted to experience everything. I wanted to live. Mm. I just wanted to jump out of planes and I just wanted to do all that stuff. I don't know where that came from, I really. Know. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, issues. <laughs> Daddy issues, probably. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's my so that's like our personal side, and then yeah. for ease for business, it was events, entertainment, exposure because we just were so involved in everything. That yeah. should have really been the e. Yeah, everything. we're still everything <laughs> is like progress, but we really just like whatever people you know are a part of or what we like and enjoy. We truly just want to help people grow, mm -hmm. and we always represent things that we like. We never will promote anything that we don't like. <laughs> And so yeah. that's why where we can be like more authentic and just be real and we're gonna, you know, help. We like to uplift other small businesses and um, other entrepreneurs in that sense and like to inspire women especially mm -hmm. uh, to just, just do it. Like people are always thinking of something or like having a dream and they're just so scared of a lot of things. So we try to yeah. set an example where um, we can do it. So if we are normal people and can pave that way, then, then you can do it because we're just normal. We're just yeah. real people here. Yeah. So Have you guys ever started a process for an event and because of it wasn't something you guys were feeling or agreed with you guys bagged out what sorry i was thinking about that one birthday oh my gosh <laughs> i buried that deep down into my soul so you can talk we, about that i actually <laughs> i don't know i want to say the name yeah. we had a birthday event we were we were actually busy and we wanted to help like we this is a problem with us i think we just don't like to say no yeah right because we always believe that like you know god sent us this person or whatever to for help and you know if we can let's do it so we took it on and uh you know there's just some things that were going through the event and we we're just like whoa we, we thought we were helping but it turned like it was just another perspective of like uh maybe it wasn't good enough or all these things that kind of went wrong and we we're like oh we were almost like why are we here? Like we should leave, but obviously we'd never do that because we're still trying to represent. Mm -hmm. But that was something that's been a little traumatizing. Let's kill. But get, it was a learning experience. It's a yeah. It was Sammy Joe's referral. <laughs> so we <laughs> just to say that. So we couldn't. We didn't feel like we could say no. It was for a birthday party. A, a birthday party. Joe. I'll just. I won't say the oh, age. A kid, a kid birthday party. Um, but the expectations I think weren't balanced. Where they were looking at our. Instagram, which was primarily weddings, and like the decor was like balling, and so Versus we budget, yeah, so the budget right. and stuff. So when we came down to it, we didn't say no, but at the end we were like, really, that one really hurt. <laughs> yeah, we were like, we were about to. Like, the moral of the story is, yeah. 
is that um, you, you know we all we're always open to listening, yeah, and we always are jumping to help. But what we don't what we have learned is now to really step back and be like, what are the expectations? Like mm -hmm. an agreement of who is doing what and what project. And yeah. that goes for business with clients, but also collaborative efforts. Absolutely. Because there's mm -hmm. so many folks who want to do uh, a project together, but are not putting in the same effort. Yeah. So what I've learned from this process and other experiences is just to really like ground ourselves mm -hmm. to be like, what is everybody's capacity mm -hmm. and what um, is actually doable? Yeah. Because especially in the pandemic, when we're like a year in and life is supposed to go on, but yet we're still in a pandemic, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. it really is like, can you put this on your plate? Can yeah. you handle this physically, yeah. mentally? Mm -hmm. yeah. So that experience was um, <coughs> an experience. An experience, everything. Yeah, that, if I can just add to that, what you said about have you ever done anything where you're like the creative process, like they had all creative process and we're like, okay, we're down and we made some suggestions. So what Power 3 does is like, we pretty much will like, um, execute your dream, your vision of yeah. what you want, right? Yeah. So it's all you, really, what you want to do. But we will recommend things that we think, in our experience, will not work, yeah, or is not maybe the best idea, mm -hmm. and this and that, and <laughs> this and that. But really, <laughs> it's it's uh, you know we just end up doing what they want because it's yeah. their party, absolutely, right? so. and they're paying you, mm -hmm. and yeah. then you're. But if you're now engaged in something, you're like not feeling or yeah. agreeing. Mm -hmm. I can see how that. So so you guys are in the business of carrying other people's burdens. Yes. Pretty much. <laughs> Problem solvers. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Problem solution solvers. Finders, solution yeah. troubleshooting. Speaking, speaking of troubleshooting, <laughs> have you guys ever ran into a situation where you've tried to troubleshoot? Because troubleshooting is is like I think you don't just get paid for what you what you can do. You also you you get paid to troubleshoot, mm -hmm. right? Like you can't just have someone running sound, but then when sound goes bad, they don't know how to get you out of yes. it. And so, have you ever uh, ran into a situation where you were trying to troubleshoot and it shot back? <laughs> it like it didn't work. Hmm. No, we're well, perfect. Wait, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, people are gonna see that. I was like, no, I say that. Well, of course. We now, I think I've definitely experienced, and I just thought when you were talking mm -hmm. about that, about the lights, like hanging up those lights, those heavy lights. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah, just the things that happen. That's the thing. We troubleshoot, but we always, we get it done. And yeah. no one sees that part, yeah. right? The sweat, the tears, yeah. like the anxiety of it. But we just, we just trust that there's always a, a solution. There's always an answer. And we're just going to do whatever it takes. And I don't know. It just happens. Like yeah. we just finish the job. Yeah. Whether it's, yeah, we don't give up on the first try. We it would be like five or ten tries, but we'll do it. And that's the whole point is that on your wedding day or event day, we are putting out fires that you don't see. Yeah. And like people are paying for that. And to kind of put the value on that has been also a learning process too. Mm -hmm. Um, but a lot of times in the consultations, I'm like, you kind of just have to trust me. Yeah, <laughs> and usually absolutely. it absolutely. kind of works. Yeah. yeah. And there is power in, in the fact that there's three of us and you're never yeah, alone. I think absolutely. that's mm -hmm. the most important thing with anything that we do in life, in business, personal, and our spiritual walk, right? Yeah. That yeah. is so. So have you guys ever, um, <laughs> have you guys ever gotten into a fight? <laughs> on the event at the event like backstage or with each other with each other what? have you guys probably all the time well it's not like a fight it's more just like uh dude like why didn't you think of that and it's like, okay but we we know that when we're doing an event anything is not like personal yeah, yeah it's yeah. all out of love and it's all just like like whatever the client wants and we're trying to have the same goal yeah we've definitely snapped at each other absolutely stuff. Or like why did you set the centerpiece like that and it's like oh my god like yeah, i'm so sorry stupid, right? yeah. and it's a time schedule and it depends on what our roles is because we're if we're, me and vanelli are behind the scenes or if it's an event that i'm the one that has to front the audience or the guest mm -hmm. that I'm, I'm on the mic yeah and that's why it has to be constant communication yeah, yeah. like and there's so many moving parts there's so many vendors you're communicating with and there's just human error. If I said like, okay, we're gonna start in five minutes, someone might have heard me and told the DJ, hey, we're starting now. Yeah. And then like speeches, you're like, what? Wait, what? The dance? Like the couple's not even here. Like that yeah. stuff kind of happens. Yeah. But you just have to like roll with it and laugh right. at it. And trust is a huge thing for us too. And we've been so, we've been doing it so much. We're like working together and being around each other because we we honestly genuinely love being around each other. It's almost like a blessing and a curse. Yeah. But <laughs> at the same time, we can read each other's like vibes, minds. Like I can look at Vanelli, Vanelli can look at me. I'm like, yeah, I got it. Like. 
yeah. you know, or she can do that with her, like all of us, right? Yeah. Especially when it comes for my part in it with the decor. It's like something fell or something spilled, something broke, whatever. I'm like, I got it. Just do you. Like yeah. you do you. And there's a trust. And that's why it's hard for us, I think, to hire other people. Because yeah. we're like, hmm, yeah. like it's going to be actually more of a headache. Yeah. Or is it going to, should we just like pick it up and just do more work and stuff? So, so yeah, that's what that trust and, and all comes in. So I see two things here, but I see, so I see partying and politics a, a tiny bit. <laughs> and whenever people hear politics, they hear like, uh, they, they think of this bad side, not mm -hmm. the side where there's people actually really for the people. Mm -hmm. um, where is, is, is the politics side a part of, I know it's not a part of Power of Three per se, but is it a part of all you guys' heartbeat or is it something that you um, really, so how, so where, if we're following the, mm -hmm. the, the power of three, where does that Train. just like, all right guys, I gotta go over here today. Yeah, um, there's definitely, that is, they're all looking at me, so I'll talk about that. Um, I think everything that you do or we do, or I do, I should say, is political. Absolutely. There is a political statement in there, whether you like it or not, yeah. and whether you don't want to talk about yeah. it or not. Yeah. And so being marginalized and being from um, the Philippines and seeing what's out there, and you just, well, for me, it was really about being the voice. And mm -hmm. I think that's where it all started with community engagement yeah. and community organizing, yeah. where it was, we saw, I saw things that were not happening that mm -hmm. the community needed. Mm -hmm. And so that's how we ended up doing um, lots of community events where we did the COVID care packages, we did the exchange, which is a clothing exchange for folks that don't need to spend money for mm -hmm. women. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I do sneak it in there a little bit, Absolutely. you know, like it's just, it's <clears throat> kind of subtle. Um, and what we do, and that's what I love about the power of three, because it's up to us and what mm -hmm. we do. And mm -hmm. it really is our legacy if we yeah. really think about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Right? It so. Is. For me, it is about representation, yeah. but it's also about leading, like yeah. allowing the youth and people to see yeah. what they don't see, yeah. to encourage yeah. that. So yeah. it's really about being a voice too. So yes. Yeah, this is very important because everything that you guys do um, is all about people. It's, mm -hmm. it's Serving, all about yeah. enriching people's lives. Um, and yes, I think that's a calling. When you make it your life, if it, it's clearly a calling, whether it is under the umbrella, the bold umbrella of politics, or it's under the umbrella of events, you are still navigating and governing people's dreams and lives and they trust you. Where did the heart for that, because you mentioned legacy, right? When I find legacy-minded people, they're either continuing a legacy or they're the interruption in the bloodline of changing the legacy because they're really, it's a bad legacy. It's not a good legacy, right? And so what I see from you guys, when I think of Philippines, when I think of marginalized, when I think of immigrants, uh, to come into another country and, and begin that legacy, what would you say is the motivation behind you guys' drive? And I don't want the like the, yeah. the <laughs> what is the motivation behind you guys' drive? Um, rather it's politics, rather it's partying, rather whatever it is, the power of three, I don't even think you guys have awakened to all that that means when I'm thinking spiritual and mm -hmm. number three, the power of the Trinity, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, the power of team, the triple cord can, is not easily broken. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, all of those things. Um, when there's a call, there is a deep-seated um, motivation, and I'll just go out, go and set it. Maybe this is a place where we take a turn. But normally, it's something that God allows you to endure, and that will always be your fuel to never give up mm -hmm. on people. So you want to say yes to everybody. Mm -hmm because you can always point back to this thing that was painful, that was challenging, but it, it is your fuel, right? You can, if you drink gasoline, it's gonna kill you, but you need it to get to everywhere mm -hmm. that's gonna pay you, right? Mm -hmm. What's that deep-seated thing Our for why? you guys? What, what's, 
like what our why is, right? Yeah, what, what's, so, the, what's, the, what's underneath it all? Like, Yeah, I think each of us has honestly our own story, our own why, but when it comes down to it, like we're family rooted, right? And so <clears throat> at a young age, our mom became, am I crying? I didn't yeah. even like, <laughs> where did that come from? So our mom became a single mom when we were younger. And so we watched our mom like hustle, grind, like pick up anything she could yeah. just to put, you know, food on the table and like a roof over her head. And that's how she showed us how to love, right? Yeah. And so seeing that as a, you know, as a young woman, seeing someone working so hard, you're kind of like, oh, cool. Like she's a superhero. Like we're going to be just like our mom, right? Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Love you, dad. Um, like things turned like afterwards as we got... Uh, became adults and stuff but when we were watching that um, we wa it kind of became like a domino effect of like watching Sammy Joe do the same thing hustle and grind because we had to help with rent we had to pay for things that you know we didn't want to go up to our mom and ask like hey can we get this for school can we like buy this and like the other kids and so I would like connect to my sister and be like I'll do whatever you need to do because like yeah. we're out here trying to retire our mom right we're so sick and tired of watching her being tired being sick or you know going to work because like you know we want our mom to be there right yeah. and then along comes Vanelli and um same thing she sees us always grinding so we're like we got to go to school we got to get the job right but when we get that job we realize that job's not enough because yeah. we got big dreams like yeah. God planted huge dreams on our heart you know and to help people do the same thing so we all went through our own journeys all very different but from that, we just knew that, okay, that was good. Like, thank you for that. Because now we can use that as fuel, as you said. And I always tell my mom, like, all the time, till this day, I'm like, I'm going to retire you. Like, you just wait, you know? She always jokes about it. And she's like, well, I hope I'm still alive to see that. I'm like, okay, <laughs> chill. Like, she sees, she's like, I already see, like, what God's been doing yeah. in your lives individually and as together. But honestly, like, my mom, like, our mom, we're so close with her. And on, when she was a single mom and we lived in like small places like we became close and I Absolutely. think that had a big part of you know our relationship as we grew up and how we're so involved with uh, like um, empowering women mm -hmm. right and just like lifting them up or uh, you know wanting to just pour into people's life and look like I know how you feel because I was there right and each of our stories can relate to that because if we didn't go through that then we wouldn't have been able to look at someone and say look like I know how you feel because yeah. I, I did that yeah right yeah so I, I would say that and of course like there's Pablo now and like there's you know our family is like you know we're so solid as a family with our dad and our stepmom and and just want to see uh, a change in our generation when it comes to like living your life to the fullest but also that financial mm -hmm. cur like curse that kind of in the Filipino culture not all Filipinos but we always live to just working working a job two or three jobs and like we all did that because we thought that was the way to make money, right? Yeah. But there's just so much out there and so much more in that we would deserve, like these people are so deserving, you know, going to the Philippines, moving to abroad countries to work and send money back home, but being separated. Yeah. And so the politics from that, coming from that, and just seeing our families do that same thing, we're just thinking like, no, this is not, we gotta teach people that there's more than just that. You like put families back together and, mm -hmm. and don't be in that status quo of like, oh, you know, you never see like Filipino women be successful. Absolutely. And it's like, no, we're going to change that. So Absolutely. we got to be the example of that. Right? Super important. What if, and so for you being the youngest, how does how does that unfold for you when you come along a little later? <laughs> when you come along a little later in the, um, yeah. So being the youngest, I didn't have a lot of control or a lot of say in things like, oh, who gets the room, first room, oh, it's, it goes to her, then it goes to her. Then if there's something left over, then yeah. it goes to me. Absolutely. So like from growing up with that, I always wanted to have control of like my future and my life and because I saw them working two to three jobs it was I thought everyone did that and when I would talk to like my friends who had piano classes swimming classes I'm like oh don't you guys like have to work <laughs> so confused about that but I like don't regret it it definitely brought us closer um for sure and when you did say like do we want to change the bad legacy I don't want to say bad yeah. it's just like a different cultural norm Absolutely. like we don't want to do paycheck to paycheck thing we want to make sure that our family ha doesn't have to experience that but at the same time uh, know the value because we don't want to spoil them too yeah. <laughs> right Absolutely. yeah so just growing up um, hearing from other family and oh, sorry other friends that they're like oh I'm so like you guys are just so close together like I'm not close to my siblings and I thought that was normal too no so like as much as we've gone through some ish like we've gone through some stuff yeah uh we're totally blessed and like our mom i know like she had to leave 
um, Philippines and not finish her education. She brings that up, mm. and we're like, no, you've blessed us so much. Like she had, Air, she worked for Air Canada and she had yeah. passes, yeah. so she would fly us to the Philippines and us seeing that firsthand of what our family over there had to go through really mm -hmm. brought perspective into like materialistic stuff like yeah. we weren't um super materialistic not that it's mm -hmm. like bad and stuff but yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know it's just it's a lot it's a lot but i also have built up a, a really strong wall too. absolutely absolutely so it's just like the emotion and because i deal with a lot of clients like i'm very client facing with my couples and mm -hmm. stuff and i'm also like a counselor to mm -hmm. them in some shape or form that I'm always the one that they can go to, so it kind of, uh, I have to like be that strong person yeah. to not break down, yeah. which then means when I have stuff to deal with our own, I have to learn how to switch it to be yeah. like, it's okay to be vulnerable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like even there, like I wanted to cry, I thought I was gonna, but I was so like, oh crap, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not crying. Yeah, you yeah. gotta be the strong way. So I'm yeah. gonna keep the toilet, I mean, keep the tissue. <laughs> yeah. And for you being the oldest. I think that's where it's it's where I've seen um, a lot and I and I feel a lot too and I know that we're all crying right now yeah. right so and they bug me because I'm always about know your roots like where did we come from why are we here how did we get here yeah. and I think not enough people talk about it yeah. and it's because our elder our parents don't want to talk yeah. about it like yeah. I I have conversations with a lot of friends who are like I asked my parents how they got here they don't want to tell me mm -hmm. like they say forget about it we're here now kind of yeah. erasing yeah. the history there yeah. but I'm kind of like you know being privileged as Vanelli said that we got to go to the Philippines back mm -hmm. and forth every year and we got to see our family and the struggle and the happiness but mm -hmm. we get we get to go back on an airplane and come back here yeah. Yeah. and so for me when you talk about the root of it is like I found it like an obligation um, to 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 be their voice mm -hmm. like we have a we have that obligation to that we're Canadian and that we're able to speak and we don't have to be afraid of all these other things yeah. that they can't speak about. Yeah. Yeah. And so with that, it's like, you know, we're Filipino and we're Canadian, but we get challenged with we're not Canadian enough and yeah. we're not Filipino enough. Yeah. So where are we? Yeah. And w as a youth worker, um, it's kind of like they're going through that same thing and then there's stigmas of mental health and religion and politics and everybody is lost. And mm -hmm. for me, I didn't have that growing up. And so it's kind of like if I'm 38 years old and I still don't really have that, yeah. can you? How is the next generation going to do that? Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. So there is that sense of breaking the generational curse, but at the same time, like leaving that legacy to look back on what we do, mm -hmm. to be like, oh, they did try to do that because what we lack in uh, in our marginalized communities is documentation. Yeah. It's yeah. not documented enough. So whose history are we say talking about? Yeah. You know what I mean. Absolutely. So. I think there's there's power in that and I think there's power in gathering and celebration and that's why yeah. you know weddings and birthdays it depends like it's all about just celebrating life yeah. so yeah. I think that's what you know power of three is all about people want to be around us because yeah. we're contagious because yeah. we're uplifting <laughs> contagious in yeah, a good way yeah, just smiling <laughs> contagious <laughs> <Very COVID term. laughs> dangerous term to say right now <laughs> how, how has how, for, for you how has that this same thing we're talking about, how does how has that impacted your parenting? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'll wait on that. Yeah. Um, well, as Kim mentioned, I I'm in the same boat. I'm mm -hmm. a single mom from mm -hmm. the beginning. And so I've obviously been triggered by the things that I've seen and you know, nobody wants to be a single mom or expects yeah. it. Yeah. And because being raised as a Catholic in a Catholic upbringing, mm -hmm. but not really practicing, I am now starting my own family legacy of like, this is how I want my household to be. And this is what we're going to be learning together. And starting with the foundation, like giving my family a mission statement a value, our core values, because yeah. along our way, we did um, do some soul searching. We've done some personal development mm -hmm. and we got that for ourselves. Yeah. So it's really like, okay, this worked for me as an adult. So now I'm going to pass this on to my son. Like, and sometimes he surprises me where I'm praying every night and then all of a sudden he'll recite the Our Father. And I'm like, whoa, how did you memorize that? Right? It's like so cute. Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, obviously I do, like he is my why and yeah. he is the, the reason why I do things. Yeah. And I think that's what gets me so anxious yeah. because you're so worried about well, if I do this, this will impact him. And then, you know, how is he going to feel? Mm -hmm. 
because I talk to a lot of other parents too and coming from a divorced family, a broken home, mm -hmm. it's like, well, how did I turn out? You know what I mean? Like people, mm -hmm. I think that was a lot of things with, with our mom saying like, oh, you need a man to, to um, raise the girls because they're gonna go crazy and wild. And, and to be honest, that was like on our head. Mm -hmm. You know, we wanted to make our mom proud and not give her a bad name to prove people wrong. Mm -hmm. That just because she was a single mom doesn't mean that she's not gonna be able to write good girls kind of yeah, thing, right? Absolutely. So, so, So here's one thing um, is, mm -hmm. what is one thing from each one of you? One thing that as you are like, man, bent on breaking these cycles one thing that you caught yourself doing that was a part of the cycle that you were like ah come on I can't do that or we'll end up right where mom did or we'll end up right where auntie did or we'll end up right like one thing that you whether it was character whether it's a choice whether it's behavior where you realize one day man this is a part of that and if I'm going to break these cycles, I have to change this about me, right? Mm -hmm. It could be attitude, it don't even have to be specific. It could be an attitude, it could be a situation that happened. It could be in your relationship where you talk to one of your, one of, you talk to your, your husband a certain way, you're like, nah, I can't do that. I didn't say you changed yet, I'm just saying you like, this is what I saw, mm -hmm. or this is maybe why mom and dad wasn't together, I have to stop this. Whether it's pride, whether it's fear, whether it's ego, whether it's poverty mentality, um, um, whatever it may be, just one maybe thing, whether you're still dealing with it or it's something that you like, I got that out of my life. You have a lot. <laughs> 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 actually, you want to I actually got to think of it. No, go ahead. Well, I guess when I, well, I'll go first, you guys talk about it. But I think for me, it just gets me so like, I feel a certain way when I see people just settle, like just being complacency, like, okay, it didn't work out. Like, I guess this is what I have to do now or whatever. And sometimes there'll be times in business, right, where it gets robbed, like it's not perfect. And you feel like, oh man, like, did I make the right dis like decision? Or like, should I just stop this now? Or you start, like the doubts start pouring in. You're just like, wait, 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 no. Like, I am not going to do that. And that's why like mindset is so huge. Like personal development, spiritual development, everything. And just not giving up because we always tend to do that. Like, you know, I know so many people that had a dream before. And then now because they think that's not possible, that it's just like, they just settle. Like, I'll just do this and I'm comfortable here. It's safe. I'll just stay and just do a do and like let life just pass by mm -hmm. kind of thing. But it's like life is such a gift. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like not something to be, people are in the hospitals right now, like fighting for their life, yeah. fighting for yeah. like one more chance. And you got people walking around like, you know, with other things going on in their head, thinking that maybe that's the victim mentality or maybe it's like, you know, this is not good enough or whatever it is. But like just to be grateful in like what we have now and not to complain about those things. So yeah. there are some people out there that are complaining and thinking like, okay, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm good. Like that's not for me. Yeah. That's not the life for me. But I just truly believe that we just need to surround ourselves with like really strong people, strong mindset, people that are doing things that you want to do or get into that same circle of people so that you can continue. Because it's so hard to... Um, you know, give up on a group or a small group or like the three of us, right? Like there's so many times where Vanelli, I'm sure she's just like, oh my God, this is too hard. But because we have three of us, there's no way that she can give up on us, right? Yeah. So just surrounding yourself with people, like-minded people, um, but also just like never giving up on that and not settling. Like just yeah. be dissatisfied and yeah. just keep going. Cause so you've caught the, you've caught the, 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 the answer to that is, so and correct me if I'm wrong, doubt creeping in. And you've seen how doubt has hindered progress in your people's lives, and yeah. and that. What about for either one of you? Go. Okay. Wait, go. Uh, <laughs> well, because I was thinking, I guess, because I everything I saw, I know I didn't want, so I did the opposite, and that's actually my motivator to not do what we were up, we were raised mm -hmm. as. But I think maybe just my with. My, because she's gonna watch this, I just don't know what to say. No, like my mom, my mom wouldn't ask for help a lot, and I can mm -hmm. see that yeah, coming from me. That's like good. because it's like 
Right. No one wants to like people who help everyone don't ever want to be a burden on yeah. anyone. Yeah. And it's like a catch twenty two. Like you don't want to. So especially with knowing what we everyone has like their own thing. It's like oh I have my own thing, but oh I'll just figure it out. Yeah. And especially because I help other people, I'm like okay yeah. I'll figure your stuff out. I'll just put my stuff just over there. <laughs> yeah. So like I can see that something that I catch myself. Mm -hmm. doing I'm like I need to know it's okay I need to know like you know mental health like we can talk mm -hmm. about it it is a thing because she was saying like it's totally a stigma yeah. that it's like what is mental health like you yeah. just mm -hmm. grind through it yeah. you know yeah yeah that's beautiful Not as good. And, and you need you need those you need those people that you can talk to that's mm -hmm. why you know whatever church you guys go to you guys need to <laughs> lean on your pastor a little bit more Amen. like he's mm -hmm. there to help you out what about you <laughs> Uh, as Vanelli mentioned, I have lots. <laughs> just one, just, just one. Just one? I was going to say top one. three real quick. <laughs> too much. No, I know it's too much. But um, it's always it always comes back to health. Yeah. Like, health is wealth. Yeah. And, you know, you know, I lost, we lost a cousin and um, to cancer at a really young age. And mm -hmm. so I always go back to that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So in health in every aspect. So sometimes when I'm burning out or I know that I'm like okay tired like yeah. like yeah reset yeah. and just think of that yeah that's that's root that's the roots right there you see that culturally how the enemy tries in like food is such a huge part of culture mm -hmm. right and, um, and access access and you know for some cultures uh healthy diets and healthy grocery stores and healthy options mm -hmm. We get it last. Mm -hmm. Like we gotta go discover it. Mm -hmm. um, and so Whole Foods is not in the hoods. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's like, and it's far to get to. So mm -hmm. it's not only not in your community. It takes an hour to get to the nearest healthy store, mm -hmm. right? And so when you're speaking of health, it's super important. That impacts your mental health, your spiritual health. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people's issues, if they just had some health. They can deal with church. They could deal with God. But right now, they're just trying to find a meal. Um, they're moody. They're cranky. Um, moving on. So give me one of your favorite childhood memories. Oh. One. Oh, my goodness. One. Oh. Yeah, there are so many. Too many. One. Too many. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'll share one. Okay, it's kind of not just one, but <laughs> but it's gonna be one. But it, it, it'll come in full circle. Well, um, without crying, right? So my grandfather, who we named Pablo after, yeah. or I named Pablo. Yes. After. <laughs> well, trust me, I had like other names on my list Absolutely, that were like far from not even realizing, like you know, Jermaine, Ramon, like all those like you know names. But anyways. My grandfather, my mom's um, dad, played a big role in our lives, yeah. and um, he raised us, and he was with us, and that was part of our cultural yeah. connection. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm like so advocating with language, and just you know, I I talk to a lot of folks who want to speak Tagalog or learn it because they want to connect with their grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were we were lucky to really be close to our grandfather, mm -hmm. and so that's one of my cherished childhood memories i should say so good so good well okay well I, i'll piggyback on that because that's totally true and it's i do have core memories of like our grandpa just taking care of us but as well as our aunts um and and just a lot of people it's like a village right mm -hmm. and so just having that community itself where i can think of you know if we fell asleep on the couch my grandpa's putting pillows mm -hmm. on, on the couch so we don't fall over and, yeah. and hurt herself yeah. or like um, you know, making us lunch because like the school was across the street and we would go over and they're making like chicken noodle soup, instant noodle soup yeah. or, um, you know, just teaching us all these things about uh, just living, like cooking yeah. hot dogs, whatever, like as simple as it was, yeah. was or just looking at my aunt just she was teaching me how to fold clothes. Just yeah. those survival skills really like, you know, as little as they were, it was just something to mm -hmm. look forward to where you just learn and you just learn to be like an adult like they are because they're showing so much love. And it was always rooted in love, even though they didn't talk that much or, you know, they always, we always knew that we felt loved and that um, they're always there for us. So mm -hmm. I think the family part of that really made a big role in, in our lives. Mm -hmm. And you? 
I think it, it has to do with our, our grandparents as well. Like going back to the Philippines, every time we went back to the Philippines and just we would get picked up in this jeepney and then we would roll into Pangalupa and just like seeing our family wait for us was just something I always remember and I always like look forward to. So Philippines is like a really, really big part of our lives and just hearing other people being like, I haven't been back in 15, 20 years. I was like very like a, like surprised and really grateful that our mom gave us that opportunity. Um, and just like seeing our Lola, she would sit in this like Bahai Kubo, I don't know that in English. Yeah. And hot. just like hot. And every time you go into the house, like you can't go see anyone else. You have to go to her first. Like even just random people who'd go in, we always I always remember seeing them go say hi to her, bless her, um, before speaking to anyone else. And, and bless just, is this. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry. Just showing a sign of respect. Yeah. So just like respect and just yeah, respect was huge and family rooted was yeah. a big thing, which is oh. why we're so close. Culture is yeah. so so good. I got uh, one one last question before I have another last question. <laughs> um, and I want I, I, this question specifically, not just because of time, but really because I don't want you to think too hard about it. I want you to just say it. What is one thing that has broken you that built you? One. <laughs> It's just, just one thing. And again, if you describe it in a general thing, great. If it's an incident, great. But you can look at it and be like, yeah, that, that, that broke me. I didn't think I could make it. But man, I could see how it developed me. Mm. Like, I can answer that. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was, to sum it up, abandonment. For sure. But that comes with forgiveness, too. Absolutely. absolutely. So I think before I walked to, it was the abandonment and not knowing how to handle that. Mm -hmm. But really getting closer to God and just the closeness of us is really about the forgiveness. Yeah. Because, yeah. Ag again, too, as much as we, you know, we talk about our mom being single, mm -hmm. um, you know, there was that journey with our dad. Yeah. right that we didn't see for 10 years yeah. and that's a story on its own but Absolutely. yet we are like the closest right now yeah. and people who know us are amazed and yeah. they ask us why and we tell them why so yeah. it gives them a little bit of that hope yeah you know yeah. so that's why yeah feel um i want to say like my past relationships uh failed relationships that really broke me because I think in my head I was like I want to have a relationship that's successful right because I didn't see that a lot yeah and so I, I tried so hard to avoid that that I was actually looking for like the wrong things right because yeah. not having a dad figure there I was looking for love from you know males yeah and a different way and it was just kind of went into this like vicious circle of like yeah. always finding the same type of guy yeah and really broke me because I just felt like what is this like why I, I thought this was going to be better and better and um, with all the things that came with that it really like just brought me to probably my lowest mm -hmm. and I realized from that what I don't want and what um, I did want right and kind of that whole learning process <laughs> of um, just just looking at myself more instead of into like looking for happiness in uh, males yeah or in relationships, and so it led me to my relationship now mm -hmm. with my husband, Hayley, um, <laughs> which obviously is not perfect, but Absolutely. we have such a di different relationship than I've ever had before, yeah. and it's grew us to a point where it's like there's so much communication, and 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 thank God that he's been able to surround himself with yeah. you know leadership and men at Love Quest, and um, it's been it's been amazing, right? So just to be there in such a, a spot of like I hopeless really. Mm. Um, and to be where we are now, or I am as a woman, as a wife, it's definitely has played a huge role. Mm -hmm. And what about for you? Uh, I'm strong. Nothing breaks me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I think <clears throat> the one thing that really broke me, which I don't really say out loud, but I'm trying to like learn to say it out loud to yeah. be like, this is my testimony, yeah. Yeah. Um, is when my husband's mom uh, blacklisted me from the Philippines. And I still can't go to the Philippines. Yeah. Um, but my unwavering faith yeah. has got me through there. And yeah. uh, 
Yeah, no, it's this that it's like a lot of people don't know that mm -hmm. because it's like obviously really crappy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it's brought my uh, my faith with God really strong and with us too in our relationship. Mm -hmm. And it's just like really ironic because with weddings and stuff, and I plan these amazing weddings with like the mom and son dance. Like I, it actually breaks me all the time a little bit. Um, but with that, it also builds me up really strong. Yeah, cool. yeah, this is really good. Let me keep going. Um, what it, it seems to like the thing you've you've never escaped the um, for, for example abandonment rejection um, but life continues to throw those things at you you know mm -hmm. stepmom and in your relationship with your um, so not only dad but then certain men um, for you you know being a single mom right the theme is constantly thrown at you right you you're gonna continuously out of your throughout your life deal with rejection deal with abandonment deal with and you have an opportunity right before abandonment crushed you but it presented you an opportunity to grow and you take that into your profession you actually i guarantee you guys i don't want to say fear but you never want to let someone down you never want to abandon them you never want to not execute their vision you never want to not give them the best you never and and all those things again are fuel you you guys have whether you it's con conscious or not you guys are leading from a place that is fueled like i don't sense from you guys that you're leading out of the fear of going back like some people they work for wealth and they're like, I'm never going back to poverty. Mm. But they're also never at rest with wealth. Mm. They're just like gone. And I see you guys leading from a place, you're getting healthier. Um, I can still see where those places are tender in your heart. Um, and you're in a safe place now in your life where you can deal with some of those things. Um, the the question that I have for you, I think it's still, it's work related, but I think it's still life related. Um, the question is what distinguishes power of three from other people in your field? I already have the answer, I have to. but <clears throat> what distinguishes you guys? Well, for me personally, which I could, I would say for all of us is our faith in God. Um, we were we're still like learning of what that means and how do we talk about it in business because like in our website we did put like the trinity three that means something to us uh but i know when a lot of people come to me or when we did other interviews and they say like how do you do it how do you like deal with all these couples because that's a lot of baggage on what they're dealing with for their perfect day and a lot of them have their own drama and they they release it onto me and stuff but they're like how do you do it i'm like faith i don't know how but like I don't need to know how or when, but it's just gonna happen and we might have to look at our perspectives and we might have to pivot, mm -hmm. <laughs> pivot here and there. Um, but really, uh, for other wedding planners and stuff, I know personally for us, it's faith, our faith in God that really let us keep doing what we're doing in a pandemic um, and keep, we're, we're doing still good. Like we still are having, uh, what's that called? Um, what's that called? Oh my gosh, I can't Prospering. You're yeah, like we're, we're still having still clients increasing. coming to us that they want to yeah. still book with us. Yeah. So that is, is just showing kind of how we've been dealing with uh, weddings and events during the pandemic. Yeah. Is kind of what, yeah. yeah, like we definitely want to make sure that people know that, you know, as a company, as a family, as our legacy, we honor God yeah. first. Mm -hmm. And we do serve with biblical principles, yeah. which means like serving people, positively yeah. impacting people yeah. in the community or within yeah. our events, but making sure that we're a representation of that as yeah. well. Because we might, and I just heard this from a, a Zoom call, um, a really lovely lady, she's an inspirational speaker. She said, we might be the only 
like we're Bible with skin, right? Yeah. We might be the yeah. only Bible that people ever interact with. Yeah. So everything we do from scratch all the way to the finish <laughs> is like we're representing God, yeah. right? And whatever that looks on the field, behind the scenes or whatnot, like we need to do that, right? Yeah. As disciples yeah. to share the gospel, to share the word, yeah. right? So Super important, yeah. super important. I, I, I would say power three, man, that's such a powerful name. It doesn't box you guys in either. Um, it doesn't box you into events. It doesn't box you into um, weddings. And uh, what advice can you give people when it comes to the importance of forgiveness? Because I think your ability to, I think, I believe your ability to forgive is a huge part of giving you the capacity to deal with people on their big day. Mm -hmm. And then on the spiritual side, I believe your ability to forgive is why God has and will forever prosper your business. So how can you speak into the importance of forgiveness for health and wealth? Yeah, you know, it's because of the pandemic too, um, there's a lot of reflection that we all have been going through. And I know the question is geared to weddings and the big day, mm -hmm. but we have had a shift of focusing on funerals. Absolutely. And those are big days as well. Absolutely. And, and you know, we didn't mean to do it, but we were there and we yeah. were doing it for family and friends yeah. first. But yeah. now it's been something that that is blessed upon us. And I yeah. think with forgiveness, it really is forgiving ourselves mm -hmm. first and foremost. Mm -hmm. Whether it is your wedding and you're like, I should have did this, I should have done that or even the person that passed away. It's like there's so much grief in there and people process differently. I think what, what our strengths is like being there for people in their worst times, but also their most happiest Absolutely. times. Absolutely. So forgiveness is a practice and it's something that should be done daily, but the first person you should forgive yourself every day is yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so good. What about for you? Oh, that was a good one. I was like, like that. Oh, wow, that was like really deep. It hit me. Uh, no, yeah, because it's so true. <laughs> we see, we see so, I think because we've been exposed to so many events, like so many weddings that we see the love and we see like the speeches where it's like they talk about things and we just see everyone crying and they want to celebrate. And then we do, we don't talk about it normally at funerals because it has such a like a negative thing. Like, oh, we have a funeral. It's like so down. But we've been also exposed to like l celebrations of life where we've seen people do it more positively. And it's just like, such a celebration yeah. that we know when it comes to forgiveness it's like you don't want to regret anything it's just like life's too short and as mm -hmm. as like you know yolo <laughs> as cheesy as that is <laughs> it's so true we and we live like that and specifically i live like that that's why i'm yeah. like very like experience everything and stuff because you just never know and i just don't want to you know knock on wood pass away tomorrow and yeah and have anything unsaid so if like i want to go knowing that you know I forgave you, I forgave myself, like I forgive my husband's um, yeah. mom and yeah. I will tell her that to my, her yeah. face, like every yeah. day everyone's like, how could you, like get, they get so mad and in their feelings and I'm like, I forgive her because if I don't, that's, that's just toxic for me. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, for me, it's, it's like baggage, right? If you wanna, if you have a goal and you wanna get somewhere, whether it is with health or wealth, um, you're carrying something that's like negative in your heart, in your soul, in your mind daily and you don't even know what's hanging around there and it becomes heavy in your heart. And if you're out there trying to pour into people's lives and try to be rooted in love and you're not just like forgiving that one piece of it, that's gonna show up into everything you do, whether it's your relationship or your new relationship or your business partners or whatever because something will trigger that yeah. again because you didn't let it go, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just like in Frozen, you gotta let it Go. Let it go. Absolutely. And so shout when out, you do that, JT. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. And it's just, it's like a whole thing, like to just l like be lifted off of you, like get rid of that baggage because yeah. it won't serve you anything, yeah. anything at all. Right. It's just going to drag you down and pull you back from where you're destined to be, where God has planned for you. So I feel like for forgiveness, it might not be easy, like an overnight thing, or it might take a while, but when you think of it, you're like, why? Why do you have to build up that anger? Why do you have to build up that negative space? And, and what can you do now? Like you yeah. can't do anything about it, right? Absolutely. So no regrets for sure, right? Yeah, and you don't want to leave this this earth being like, oh, um, you know, I had so many, so much beef with all these people and my family never talked to them, whatever it is, right? And you're not whole, yeah, right? So you really got to act like 
this is your last date, right? Yeah. What can you leave? What legacy? Are people going to like remember you as like someone that complained and had a lot of beef yeah. with people and just, you know, darkness? Or do you want to be the light? Yeah. You want to shine through that darkness, when, especially during this time when all these mm -hmm. things are happening. So I think it's like a huge part where people can look at and be like, wow, if she forgive, you know, him for doing that or her for doing that to her, like then there's hope. Absolutely. Right. And I just Absolutely. think that's like, a, that's something that needs to be contagious to people and, yeah. and people need to catch that. Yeah. Wow. It's been great. We're going to end on this and you guys are going to have 20 seconds to answer this question <laughs> each. All right. The power of three. I need you to leave. You're going to look into that camera right there and you're going to leave people with a tip in three areas. Okay. Yes. Um, business, I just had it, business, personal, and spiritual, and I'm going to differentiate the three, I know I'm missing something, but business is a spirit, no, there you go, business tip, leadership tip, and personal tip. One tip, 20 seconds to answer. It's not a description. It's just like business is something that's just like you've learned. If someone's going to run a successful business, this is one thing that you need to remember. Number two, if they're going to be a successful leader, this is one thing they need to remember. And if they're going to have health as a person, this is one thing you need to remember. 20 seconds. I'll go first before someone oh, says yeah. mine. <laughs> Okay, business. You might have to remind me as I go. But business. for okay, listen up. For business, my tip for you is to be committed. So whatever is your goal, your business, small or big, you just need to make a decision to fully commit and just do the darn thing. Okay, there's no giving up, and there's no doubts. You just gotta do it. Leader. As a leader, you need to be consistent. So we're not going up and down and maybe this or that or being all wishy-washy. Like you gotta be consistent. So wake up in the morning, don't waste time on social media, do productive things consistently and that's every day. If your business is not open, you know, let's say six days because Sundays, you know, we gotta Chick-fil-A that. So we gotta work really hard, but make sure you're consistent on those days that your business is open because no one's gonna come to you if you're closed. If your mouth is closed, if you aren't doing anything, and you know, being that leader and representing what you believe in. Personal. Personal health or personal, just personal. personal. Okay, love yourself. Sometimes we get a little too hard, and we're always on the grind. Like, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Or like, I didn't do that call, and I should have, woulda, coulda, shoulda, duh. Don't do that. Love yourself first, and really just take everything that you maybe have messed up on, and just learn from it and take it and then don't do it again and try not to and then just love on yourself and love on everybody else around you that was six that was 20 seconds each one okay oh 20 it seconds rad. all together <gasps> now just put, it's, oh, it's, all good. Good. it's all good let's do it okay business business <laughs> Contact power no um business there's never enough to learn you can constantly learn all the time yeah yes next leadership <laughs> leadership pressure makes diamonds uh, there's no uh, there's no point of wasting time on things you can't change. So if you're in under pressure, like pivot, pivot, pivot until you get the answer. Next. Nice personal. Uh, come to my church. It's called Love Quest. Yes. Um, honestly, it's changed my life. It's changed all our lives. And honestly, come Sundays at five o'clock and seven thirty. Seven thirty. Sammy Joe, <laughs> business relationships. It's all about building relationships, uh, networking, and getting to know people. I think those are important for business. Nice. Leadership. Same thing. Relationship. Building those relationships, keeping in contact with your mentorship, all of that. Personal. Relationship. I knew I was like, is it real? Yeah. It's all yeah. about the relationship that you have with people, especially your family, the closest people to you, um, and God, your relationship and walk with God. Nice. Amen. Commitment, consistency, love, mm -hmm. relationships. Wow, come to Love Quest. <laughs> wow, you you guys, you guys, this is amazing. We for sure are gonna have another segment because I want to talk about, uh, want to talk about parenting and marriage, and uh, so we will be back. <laughs> um, 
But man, thank you guys so much for tuning in to TR Leads. One more again. This is the power of three. So if you need your events done, if you need uh, uh, moments done, like funerals, weddings, um, these mighty women um, will not only help you, but they will uh, create an experience for you that your children's children will be able to talk about. And so this is a power three. Go follow them on Instagram and all that cool stuff. We are TR Leads, where we equip, activate, and empower. You know what it is. Till next time, get your love, love. fix, man. <laughs>